Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Ron Ross Radio Show podcast for this Tuesday, July 18th already. Oh my God. Wow. Just after 11 a.m. Eastern, and that's uh, 8 a.m. in the West. And uh, we do have a little bit of smoke uh, over us. We had a little bit more smoke over us yesterday from the Canadian wildfires, but has, it wasn't as bad as it has been. But the heat has been relentless. And the ironic thing, and John, you'll be able to, to uh, sympathize with me on this, is okay. um, radio stations have to keep it super cool because of all the electronic equipment. <laughs> So right. the AC is yeah. set to like 65. Sure. I've had to bring jackets. I've kept jackets at work before. It was really bad at Sirius XM. I just thought it was, I would walk outside in a hundred degree heat just to kind of, you know, get the feelings back in my limbs. <laughs> it was very, I know, I know I shouldn't be complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you, this is a reality that happens. When you work in radio and the same thing's happening at key 103 they keep it at nice nice and cool it's wonderful yeah. inside nice. uh but every now and then i gotta i gotta step back. <laughs> it's frigid <laughs> same thing in uh computer cold rooms as well working in well, the internet they, industry well, it was the same idea yeah servers keep the servers cool Woo. and that's the thing at sirius xm too is because in the washington dc facility all the servers are there right or, so uh, we you literally would see engineers who are wearing like you know winter jackets going Purpose. going in with their clipboards and their anoraks <laughs> just, just to work on stuff. So yeah, but it's been it's been gorgeous mornings. Greatest wife ever and I have, have enjoyed sitting out on our deck, and then we just sit there and have our coffee and play our stupid computer games. Wordle made me very angry today. It took me five, no, six Ugh, to get Wordle people. today. Have you done Wordle yet, John? Ugh, I refuse. What? I, I actually get irritated when people post. That. I was irritated. Well, I'm going to get them. You know, I'm going to get you on board, John. You can get No, it. you're not. Yes, I am. I, I am. I, w I will not come on board. Greatest. I, I guess you will. I will decline. It, Who's with no, me? You totally will. Greatest wife ever and I, we love, uh, we Wordle together and then we have a friend who's in the group really? and then we just, we send out. I don't post it up online. No. Um, however, when people do post up on their Facebook page and I see some of their guests, I'm like, oh, no, no, it's a clue. So, well, one of these days, Don't my pilot word it. is going to be the word and I'm going to get a get it in one. I've had a couple of twofers, some threes, a lot of fours and lately five and sixes. Last week, I didn't get it. And I was um, I was pretty, pretty bad. Yes. Jesse no. just posted on our uh, no. on our Facebook. Wordle is do part not. of my morning routine. Don't yeah, exactly. do it. Don't do it. <clears throat> Don't By the way, you Facebooks. can call anytime and leave a message, and we would love to uh, this is true. Uh, listen to you. You can tell us anything you like. 240-415-9090. 240-415-9090. Literally, operators are standing, standing by. by. Doing nothing. And uh, yeah, say hi to us. We would love to hear from you and what's going on. Also, share this podcast. You know, we're live now and I keep getting messages that, oh, I missed it live. That's OK. It's it's still there. You can listen to it anytime you want, whenever it's convenient for you. And it's also available. The audio version is available wherever you get your podcasts. Some how how soon afterwards after the live, John, uh, the audio thing depends yeah. on what's going on in John's life. Generally speaking, <laughs> how busy a day I'm having. You know what? 
So let's say 24 hours. Something like that. Something like that. Sometimes a little bit longer. But, but share on your socials the uh, the podcast here for the Ron Ross Radio Show podcast. Yes. Um, okay. So I, I want to get into it. Now, we posted yesterday on uh, on the Ron Ross Radio Show podcast, the Facebook page, um, that we were going to get into artists that you love that are just not mainstream. So we're going to get into that in just a little bit. Just hang on for that. Stephanie posted, never post online, square Good. word, wordle, quirtle, octordle. Yeah, see, no, you're wow. an overachiever. Wow. <laughs> New York Times mini crossword every day over morning coffee. Get on it, Stephanie. Can Good. I just say, I love Stephanie. Thank you. I, yeah. I have no problem with anybody playing these games. Yeah. I have yeah. a problem with it filling my feed. And I don't want to miss your other posts, so I don't want to hide you, but. Don't do it's it. It's not that hard to look it's at the so feed annoying. and click like. Okay, it's, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's fine. It's, just it's fine looking at somebody man. else's feed from Wordle. All right, easy there. John Taylor made Tuesdays feel a little Thank spicy you. today. Feel a little yeah, sassy. A little, <laughs> a little sassy. Got a little sass. A little Tabasco <laughs> in my juice this morning. Yeah, apparently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I uh, I wanted to bring you up to date, daughter the younger. Uh, was on her first ever uh, transcontinental trip was in Europe for what an amount of two, like three. I lost count. It was like three weeks. But, you know, she landed in Berlin, never been abroad. And uh, she and her boyfriend, they went to, um, they landed in Berlin. They did a couple of days in Berlin. Then they flew to Budapest, uh, Hungary. And then from there was to Madrid, Spain. And then from there to, um, Lisbon, Portugal, and then and then they flew home finally. So I have to share this though, and they did everything, you know. And the, and she, although the girl can't keep her finger on the filming button on her phone for more than five seconds, she sends us like ten videos, but they're only five seconds long, three that, to five. I'm like, Boo, you please the, stop. That's how doing the kids that. do it nowadays, Ron. What do you? I mean, that's the TikTok thing. Then you I splice them together, and you have a yeah, nice. You know video. what? I ain't TikTok, am I? <laughs> I need. I need oh, a little more. Triggered now. I need a <laughs> little more. Video. I'm not. I'm not triggered. I'm not, I'm not triggered. I did ask her. I said, "Can you can you send us videos longer than five seconds?" She's like, "No." <laughs> okay, so denied. Uh, so anyway, I have to share this because we have a family, a group chat, right? Right. Our whole family group chat, and it's uh, greatest wife ever, daughter of the older, daughter of the younger. So you know her name is Carolina now. It starts with a K, and she has her band Swerves. And look for Swerves band on. Uh, you can buy all her music on um, Apple, right. and uh, Apple Music. You can get it wherever you get your music. You there can you download it. She's on Spotify. Swerves. Swerves. Uh, anyway, so she she posted. This is Sunday night, eight sixteen p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Landed. Every baby in the world was on my flight. <laughs> oh, I can relate to that one. Hold on, hold on, John. Go ahead. And three of them were sitting right next to me, screeching and shrieking the entire, entire flight. I'll tell you, it was a six and a half hour flight coming from the Azores, Portugal to JFK. Six and a half hour flight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then she tweeted, if you want to follow her on Twitter, <laughs> she tweeted, there should be a baby free option on flights so mm. let me throw that at you john because you fly a lot more than i do okay and and i'm you know and i'm fine and usually when we fly to florida it's a 
three and a half hour trip, mm-hmm. uh, maybe four, right? Yep. And if there's yep. an unruly baby, I mean, I'm fine. And I have headphones and it whatever. And, yep. and so yep. on. And I understand because trust me, the, the baby could be in pain with inner ear pain. We don't know, yeah, you know, from the, know. you know, from the flight, the baby doesn't know how to blow and try to, you know, uh, even out the pressure, you know, baby doesn't know. And right. baby's restricted to this small little area and can't mm-hmm. move around. It can't do anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then if it's smaller, it's got, you know, I, I'm being empathetic. Okay. Or is it sympathetic for, and especially with moms and dads who are trying to corral and, you know, could be both, by the way, I think, you know, you could and be keep showing this empathy com- and sympathy at the same time. Is it? Right? Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I think correct me. Somebody. Go ahead. However, How, comma. However, <laughs> right. Semicolon. Okay. <laughs> I'm an older adult now. Yeah. I've done my baby time. <laughs> right. Uh huh. I would like to have a baby. And I don't know. Am I being now? Look, my grandson can do no wrong. Right. But he's the best kid in the world. I'm sorry. Even when he was a baby, he was perfection. John, you're going to figure this out when you're a grandfather as well. Right. right? I will. But is that, is it rude to try to ask for, I mean, would you pay a premium, say an extra $25, $35 a ticket for a child-free flight? Hmm. Would I? Yeah. I, I use these. Headphones. You're canceling. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So if if there's too much noise going thing. on, I just turn it up a little bit. So it's not a thing. It really isn't. Although I tend to, uh, you know, I, I have because I fly enough, I sit further towards the front of the plane. Not not always all the way up, but mm-hmm. further towards. And so those usually are for frequent flyers. But um, and I yeah, it doesn't. It's not a thing, but I mean, three babies, I could see where if three babies were crying. No, no, it was every baby in the world. (laughs) (laughs) So I could see there where I just love her sarcasm. Every baby in the world was on my plane. (laughs) It's a lot of babies. This much patience. I mean, uh, (laughs) I don't think I would pay the extra money personally. Okay. For that. But you would buy like really nice um, earbuds. If if you are a frequent traveler, yeah. Yeah. uh, Noise canceling headphones or decent headphones that block out the noise are the way to go. That's, that's a, and you know what? Amazon 30 bucks. Very well spent. Nice. Yes. I was at, I actually have (laughs) some, where are they? They're around here somewhere. I have some wireless. Um, yeah. I yeah. got some wireless earbuds, but they're not the the i brand, the Apple no, brand. I don't have that either. And uh, I was at the Five Below. You know the Five Below store? Oh yeah, everything's yeah. below five bucks. Uh, five supposedly. bucks. Well, they have a section in the back now that's five and up. It's I think it tops out at ten. <laughs> so I got like these little headphones for I don't know. Eight bucks, ten bucks, maybe. I think I'm gonna send you the link to these later. I thought they were great. No, they weren't great. They're fantastic. It okay. was um I still don't know how it works though when I get a phone call. Cause I mean, like I answer it, 
But I mean, uh-huh. I think I have to have my the microphone on the phone near my mouth, or else they can't hear me. If it's not, uh, there's no mic on the headphones. Right? That's yeah. Some some of them have it. Some yeah. don't. Do those the ones that you have? I've never answered a call on these because the only time I really use these yeah. are uh, in air. Because okay. when I'm out running, I use uh, noise. Not what do they call it? Bone conduction headphones. Ooh. So I can actually hear what's around me when I'm running. So those I've answered calls on and they do have a microphone, but so I don't know. I think you just need to check. It's one of those. Okay. Things. Yeah. You're listening to tech talk. on tech Ron talk. Ross. <laughs> Ron Ross podcast. podcast. Okay. So I've been lately uh, listening to uh, a bunch of other podcasts and just to just to listen to them and see what's going on with these podcasts. And one of them, one of my favorites is the, uh, is fly on the wall and it's Dana Carvey and, um, and David Spade. David Spade. Oh my gosh. And they, and the most of it is about, is talking about, um, Saturday night live and they have guests on every week and, uh, they're either cast members of Saturday night live or people who've associated with the show or what have you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I love that one. And then, uh, I, was really getting into, and I'm not going to get into it here, John, because I know you don't like when I get into the comic booky kind of stuff. But James Gunn is the new director like. of, of of DC <laughs> yeah. films, right? Comic book films. There's Batman, uh, Superman, and Wonder Woman, are, and Aquaman are the the big ones there. Green Lantern, and uh, <laughs> so he was on a podcast with. Make sure I get this right. Michael Rosenbaum. And I'm like, why do I know that name? He was Lex Luthor in the Smallville series. But anyway, he's doing a podcast. And then, of course, the one of the great ones is Mark Marin, the, the stand-up comedian who's also a uh, an actor um, with the WTF podcast. I mean, he had he's had President Obama on. I mean, he's been doing this for many, many years. Gotcha. And I'm listening to these, and I'm listening to the quality of the podcast. And I'm thinking, uh, and I and I know where they're going. And they have these great big celebrity guests on, and and uh, and I'm listening to Mark Maron, especially when he was talking to Killian Murphy, who was star of uh, Oppenheimer, which is coming out this weekend. And I'm thinking, wow. And I'm listening to Mark Maron, and he's just speaking intelligently and using these uh, <laughs> this great vocabulary, and he's speaking about this film. And with the actor and we're talking, and I'm like, wow, I'm not like that at all. Oh my, <laughs> really here we go. For some of the quality <laughs> of going on with this podcast. So I just wanted to say, I really appreciate when you listen to this podcast and you take your time to listen to, you know, whatever we have to say, John and I. Have I mean, we're just normal guys. That's why the people like us. I don't know. Speak for yourself. I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I, well, I mean, there's a certain ilk. Yeah. Of and we passed up for being in radio. You got to have a little bit of hubris, I think it is. Yeah. Into into, you know, thinking that people want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> although, although it is near the lowest rung of show business, as they say. Oh, that was the Don Geronimo yeah. who said that the radio is one rung above circus clowns. Uh, oh, and magicians. 
Don Geronimo so much. I know. I miss him. I always Adam thought Michael's that was Don is on. Don, you can listen to him, man. He's on uh, Big 100. Now he's back to doing a morning show. Washington, D.C. Oh, he's in doing D- more. Yeah, in D.C. Really? But you can listen to him online. Yeah, Big 100. So, um, yeah, and he's doing the, you know, playing the games. <laughs> he's doing all the things. It's great it's to hear him back. Funny in observation. And I always laughed at it being in radio. I thought it was very apropos. It is very apropos. I'm trying to use big words now. Sorry, too late, John. They've already got us pegged. Son of a. <laughs> I will say that we uh, passed a milestone yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we, I'm using the royal we. We. We okay. passed milestone. Yes. Uh, and I actually missed it. Uh, July 15th, which was, was that Friday? Uh, Saturday? Saturday. Saturday was July 15th. And I completely missed. Wait a minute. What's today? 18th, 17th. It was 18th, Saturday. 18th. It was. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15th was the anniversary of the launch of Z104 in Washington, D.C. See, there's, there's Z104 there, but that's the one in Frederick. 10, right. uh, 103.9 FM, Z104. And then that was bought. Right. And for a while, it was Extra 104. And then for a while, it was the 70s station, Extra 104, uh, where I wound up being the in, the program director and then the interim program director uh, at the launch of Z104. Were they and joking on, around being 70s? Or like, was it all the... No, 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 dude, no, no, no. Oh. The 70s. Yeah, no, it was... I didn't remember that. I was, yeah, yep, yep, <laughs> and I learned an important lesson. I I digress. By the okay. way, squirrel, right. right? Sorry, I sent you down this rabbit hole. I learned you did. Mm-hmm. I learned a very important lesson in programming the uh, the seventy station because we wanted to do a special weekend. We did a number one weekend, right? Right. N- number one weekend, easy. Every song number we played one. was going to be a number one hit between nineteen January nineteen seventy. And December 1979. Okay. All the number one songs. Not in order, but, you know, all number ones. Right. Went to the Joel Whitburn book of Top 40. Picked out all of the, all of the number one songs of the year. Of each year. And I realized, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> because a large portion of number one songs are ballads. Because oh. the majority of the the record buying public that we found was uh, young women that drove the market. Young women drove the market and buying these uh, these great songs and mm-hmm. making them number one. But it was like sad <laughs> ballad after sad <laughs> love song after you know not a funeral dirge, but you know it was some like. We need something to pick up the tempo. Wasn't uh, Get Down Tonight? Wasn't that a number one song? Yeah, Can we throw that in there, please? You know? Afternoon Delight. Or it was hard. It was something. hard to, to piece yeah. that. I learned a, an important lesson with that is, is that you you got to break it up. You can play number one songs, but you got to break it up with some with some tempo, you know, some did, light, something well, snappy, something peppy. It's a good point. Anybody I, I wouldn't that? have thought about that. Nobody's honestly. getting that movie reference. Just, just, just uh, Greatest Wife Ever <laughs> and I. Nobody gets me. Something light. <laughs> something pa- snappy. Something peppy. Nobody? I I quit. I quit. I quit, <laughs> Mr. White. All right. So <laughs> moving on. Uh, it was the anniversary of the launch of Z104 in Washington, D.C. Um, 
DC's hit music station. Uh, I played the first record uh, on that, which was um, Two Unlimited. Are you ready for this? Because really, what you're doing for the, when you when you launch a format is you don't have new listeners to your format. You're you're ticking off or what they call blowing off your old your old cum your old <laughs> audience. We're getting, we're getting that is listening now. to it. Yeah, we're getting into the weeds. I'm sorry. Yeah, little <laughs> little inside baseball. Yeah. Um, but you're you're blowing them off because. Right. You know, they were like listening to Seasons in the Sun from Terry Jackson and, and all of a sudden and they're like, that's not what I want. Right. So they're tuning out. Right. And you're waiting for word to get around so that uh, they can tune. But I played that. And then uh, what was <sighs> No Woman, No Cry was big from Fuji's. And of course, Alanis Morissette, every song off that album was a uh, she was a phenomenon. So you couldn't play a wrong song from Jagged Little Pill. All right. Correct. Yeah. And um I you know, ironic was huge and and Isn't you it? ought to know. So so all of that stuff. So it was July fifteenth, nineteen ninety-six. Uh the program director was Dale O'Brien, D O B on the J O B, rocking the mic so viciously. And he <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? he he hired me uh to remain as the assistant program director and music director. So Yes. Um, but you know, they hired this fantastic air staff and it was just a, it was a magical time in Washington, DC on, uh, on the, uh, God, what did we, well, we called it DZ. Everything was Z DZ. Um, it was, um, 47 Z grease. Oh, funny. That's, that's good. <laughs> the Z forecast. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Z104 Z forecast. Everything was Z. And um, and then we would get those custom mixes from artists, like what the was that? Um, oh artists would you know th somehow throw your station name or a Z oh. into the into the lyrics. Oh, oh right, 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 right. <laughs> what was it? Um, get ready to bounce. Dun, 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 dun. Who was that group? Brooklyn Bounce. Brooklyn okay. Bounce. Get ready yeah. to bounce. It was a dance because we we did. Dale took us a little bit more of a in a dancey direction, and we were we were hitting a little bit more of the rhythm, which made um, sense for Washington D.C. That's probably yeah when we first when we first launched, yeah. And uh, but yeah, Brooklyn bounce, but they gave they gave us they gave us a mix that said DZ bounce, the DZ. Oh, <laughs> it was well, that's it was good. DZ. But I had to share this one in <laughs> again inside. So we were uh, our offices moved. We moved to studios up, and we were in I think. We're in Arlington, Virginia. We were in, we're in Northern Virginia. Yeah. Uh, and you were looking across the Potomac into Washington, D.C. And you could see the monument from Dale's office. Dale had a corner office and mine was next to his. And we had what they call a top of the hour, which was at the, and it's, again, it's an old analog clock radio jargon, but we had a jingle at the top of the hour. And it was mm -hmm. a, uh, it was a bed with a lockout. And it was like, it would come with Lisa Berrigan. And she's like, hey, this hour we're going to play right. um, Ace of Base. Ba -da -da. And like then and then you'd fire it was a the donut. Next. Right. And then they had the, uh, you know, WWZZ Washington, D.C. Uh, or um, legal ID. Yeah. Legal ID with your call letters and WWVZ, Braddockites, Frederick. And then the jingle would come in and Z104 Washington. And if 
Dale wasn't on the phone, even if he was on the phone and his door was open, when that <laughs> happened, he would he would stand and I would come in to his office in a Z104 and we'd salute the Washington mind Washington. <laughs> That's funny. Nobody knew this. This is just a little insidery <laughs> stuff that uh, Dale and I did. And then right. they wound up, uh, and they did great things. They had great morning guys. It was the launch of Billy Bush's uh, right. career. Well, morning guy career. He was doing, he was a, a DJ, but he was middays. But uh, yeah, Billy Bush in the Bush League, which I thought was, he was hilarious. That's funny. He was good stuff. <laughs> so anyway, that was the launch it was on July 15th. I'm just marking that occasion because oh. i was a brand new dad carolina was just born she was oh. born in june so and then we and then we gave birth to an to a, to a radio station in 96 i'm trying to even think what i was doing then i think i was about to come into my internet career right about yeah that. hadn't you started you i started don't know it's like right Carol, around then because i started intercut in 1997 so if it was 96 that may have, i may have still been working in real estate oh speaking of which yeah go back and watch john's uh, latest uh, intercut i loved it i loved your your last podcast that you just oh did. thank you yeah we and had the thing i thought was hilarious <laughs> and i'm yeah. texting john What's over that? the weekend because <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh you have a correspondent mm -hmm. um that <laughs> is at the disneyland in Japan, in Tokyo, and I'm like, yeah, this Tokyo. is amazing. Yeah, it's great. Not that it's his son. <laughs> we call him Mini Cheese. I'm the big cheese. You're He's the big mini cheese. He's the mini cheese. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ron and I talked about this. That uh, isn't it great that our kids get to go places that we've never been able to go, and on better vacations than we get to go on. What's it's fun. That? What's up? It's with awesome. That? He went to freaking Hawaii and then to Tokyo on the same trip. Two places that are like on my bucket list to go to. And boom, he's already crossed them off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. At well, and they're about the same age, right? Are Andrew and right? Carolina about the same yeah. age? 20, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 26, 27, something like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, my younger one was in Europe for oh, almost three oh, weeks. Look at that. Stephanie saying, loved all of Andrew's posts. Yes. Right? How great was it? Look at that. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you for paying attention, Stephanie. Wow. Like even more that was, yeah, I know. Those posts were pretty cool. <laughs> it was, it was. You did. And I didn't realize, I'm like, I'm talking to John. I'm so like, jealous. I'm texting him, like, this is fantastic. And then I start looking down pictures, and then he did a selfie, and I'm like, oh, it's it's john's son okay cool <laughs> okay so i'm gonna plug something then in uh let's see yeah. about not a little over a week from today on the 26th yes. i will be in uh orlando for the epcot international food and wine festival media day uh so follow along with me on all my socials and uh we'll do some john tries because it's food and wine festival so yeah I'll yeah try a okay. lot of stuff uh, okay. So follow along. Thank you. All right. Intercut. Nice. Beautiful. I'm excited Wait, about that. On. All right. That, br <laughs> that brings us around to the question of the day because it's time to get the gray matter working. Fire off the synapses against the frontal lobe, form new neural networks, utilize the cerebrum. As Pooh says, it's time to think, think, think. Ding. It's the dun, dun, dun. question of the day. Oh, I have to tell you, John. 
Yes. I have to I I, I digress. Squirrel. Squirrel. Yesterday I'm on the air at Key 103 and I do afternoons at Key 103 in Frederick, WAFY. And you can download the app and uh, listen wherever you are. Yep. And I almost said the Ron Ross morning show. And I oh I, I it was so close. And then the for Sirius XM almost came out of my mouth, and I'm like, so let's do the question. It was so uh, close. Yeah, that happens. Almost. When you, yeah, almost. I I did that at uh, WARX in Hagerstown uh, after I came over. I oh, did, I did a light call FM? letter did you from light FM. I did a yeah light FM. Yeah, <laughs> I did a light 100 WVUD. Yeah, and I was like, oops. Did you? Oh, you did wrong, the call letters and everything. Yeah. Oh, I was like, wrong station. Sorry, folks. Here oh, we are. <laughs> Ooh. So sorry. All right. Question of the day. What do we got? Oh, here we go. All right. Ready? Today's. I am ready. Question of the day. Are you ready? Are you ready? Two films were filmed in Disneyland in 1996 and 2013. Mm-hmm. Both yep. had the same actor in it. Okay. Name either film or both for a bonus. Huh. Name the actor for triple bonus pride, not prize. Okay. Two films filmed in Disneyland on Disneyland property, 1996 and 2013. Both had the same actor in it. Name either film or both for a bonus. Name the actor for a triple bonus. Hmm. Good luck. <laughs> you got it right, Don Geronimo. <laughs> Thank you. He stole my thunder. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I did. I totally did. I stole what you were stealing. Whatever, John. It's, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Do you know the answer? Ooh. Is this a tough one? Ooh, we've got one that came in. Okay. I actually gave you a clue to one of the films a little bit earlier in the podcast. Okay. Yeah. You did? I did. It was very obscure. I must have missed it. <laughs> it was very obscure. All right. What are the answers? Let's uh, go. This is, you've stumped the, uh, the crowd. Ah. Wow. No, it's not Bo Bridges. You've, you've done it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Was this tough? Was this hard? <laughs> it's, yeah, this literally. was hard. Apparently, Appar- apparently, yeah, yeah. We've got crickets. Are those the crickets? <laughs> yeah. Do I have to do a super duper give it away clue? All right, Beth just posed that we need a hint. Yeah, same with Sandy. Sandy's like not a Sandy clue. Said not a clue. No, you did have a clue. I gave you a clue a little bit earlier when I said I I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit, Mr. White. Mm-hmm. That is a direct quote from one of the movies. Okay. Thank and you. it was in a microphone just like this. Yeah, which is uh is that is that the one? That's one. <laughs> That's one of them. Is that and you knew the other one? O N E. Yes. See, you see where I'm going, right? <laughs> yes, right. Okay. Uh, no, nothing. Wow. Uh, let me give you another clue. Um, hmm. Wow. Uh, wow. Oscar winning actor. 
Okay. He had two Oscars in a row. Two Best Actor <laughs> Oscars in a row. Not for any of these films. Although he was nominated for the second one. The first one he wrote and directed and co-starred in. The 1996 film. He wrote. First film he ever directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was that on the Playtone label? That's where he created it, yeah. Because mm. now every every production after this is on, I know. after that movie is on a, a Playtone. I just saw one last week called uh, Greyhound about uh, the sub hunters. Yes, Jim, Tom, <laughs> Hanks. But you didn't name the films. Yeah, wait. The question question was the films. The Mm -hmm. films. Wow. Keep going. Go a little little while. Maybe you can give a little bit more, a little longer. I feel bad now. I feel like I maybe was uh, that thing you do. There you go, Rachel. That's it. Man, I was throwing out the one O N E. You. Doing that thing you do. Come on. That's a that's, that's a, a scene movie. James Mattingly um uh at the end he wanted to do his own songs and he's in the studio. I I quit. I quit, Mr. White. Mr. White was played by Tom Hanks, and Tom there's Hanks. one scene, the only scene, and at the time it was the first film ever filmed actually in Disneyland, was uh the bass player, uh who was called TB player. He didn't have a name. Uh, and it was played by Ethan Embry was with the, um, thank you, Rachel. I love that movie too. It was with the Marines at Disneyland instead of going to, uh, be on the galaxy of stars television show that evening. And then the second film would be saving Mr. Banks starring Tom Hanks as Walt Disney, right? It, so. And it's weird. I could not come up with the name of that movie. I knew it was Mary Tom Poppins. Hanks. Yeah, right. Mary, Mary. Yeah, you called it Mary Poppins. I'm like, no, yeah. that's not. No. But I mean, I knew it was a <laughs> it's not Mary Poppins. I yeah, know. that thing you do and Saving Mr. Banks were both filmed at Disney or have scenes filmed at Disneyland in Disneyland. Two of the only films I believe filmed in uh, Disneyland, and they both had never saw that thing you do. Stephanie, it's okay. Now you can, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Because later, I, I don't know how it happened, but it just became one of those films that was integral to our family. And that'll be a discussion for another time of movies that are special just in your family. And it could be a big hit. A it could be just a little thing, but that's one of those films, that thing you do. So I'll get into that a little bit later on. A lot of folks haven't seen it, by the way. <sighs> no, it kind of bombed. It was a big uh, summertime movie. He wrote it and directed it and wrote some music in it, too. I love the soundtrack. And yes. uh, he, uh, Tom Hanks, didn't, didn't do so great. It didn't do so great at the box office. They <laughs> traded on his name for a little while, and then it just didn't really work. But the band, the actors who played the band, actually learned their instruments. and would perform the songs so so they did like a monkeys no they well they did but they didn't no they learned their instruments they learned 
they knew how to play so when you're watching them play and i'm watching them play okay you know yeah. the uh tom everett scott who played guy patterson the drummer oh, so they learned the music he learned how to play the drums he was playing the drums i got you okay that's cool yeah because cool. i can't stand i'm sorry that's just one of my pet peeves when you have uh, an actor who's playing a, a <laughs> musician and they're just doing this on the guitar and they're not playing any actual chords or, or they film know, them from the back or <laughs> yeah nothing and or the or, side yeah or the or just the, close uh, up on the hands where they get somebody else to play the actual song yeah we noticed these things. um what's his name um a star is born who was the actor in that the oscar nominated with lady gaga it was, it was gaga and uh, uh uh oh my gosh bradley cooper bradley cooper yes he was very close to miming playing the guitar but it was just enough for me to go yeah no he's not playing the guitar so do i just get pr yes you just get uh you just get pr is that pride i think so yeah okay Pride. it's pride minus the eyed yeah okay. i guess so i don't know i don't know but yeah that's thing. one of those uh and again i digress okay uh and i'm taking time away from what i really wanted to talk about which yes. was and i posted this yesterday so one of my favorite artists and this was and it, actually this goes back to the z104 days um, when I was the I was a assistant uh, program director and music director at Z104, and I had a poster in the back of me of this band called the Greenberry Woods, and the Greenberry Woods they were on Sire Records I think, and they were, it was very much the '90s jangle pop kind of stuff, and I loved every song on that uh, album, and uh, they played a Z104 Great Bathtub Race in Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> I got him to play in Frederick because two of the two of the guys, the twins, Matt and Brent Huseman, are from Middletown, Middletown, Maryland, which is where I live. And um, they had met at the University of Maryland. Anyway, so I had a record rep who was sitting across from me. I forget her name. And she was with uh, we uh, Warner Electra Asylum. Uh, three. There were three labels together. And what they would do in top 40 radio is uh, record reps would have an appointment with you and they would come and bring you new music and play new music for you for you to listen to and decide whether your radio station was going to play it. Sometimes it was artists you knew. Sometimes it was artists you were breaking new artists. Uh, one of the songs that we broke was Barbie Girl, appropriately enough, with Barbie coming out this weekend. Yeah. Um, right. And LSO. Was that what was the song? New Kids on the Block have a bunch of hits. Who did Barbie um, Girl? Summer that- Girls. Uh, Aqua. Elect- Aqua. Yeah, okay. uh, hang on. Where is it? It's one of those one of those gold records back there. Is Aqua? Just in that's case it. people are playing. That's it, right there. Yeah. Aqua, Aqua, Barbie okay. Girl. There's nice. my gold record. Look at that. That's from Z, and this is all. This is all from Z104 in DC. For those except who that, are listening, Ron is pointing at things on his wall. Oh, I'm pointing at all the gold <laughs> records that are on back on my just, wall. I'm sorry, you're right. Just, you're, just see, a little background. This is why I have a really bad podcast. So. <laughs> Use bigger words, Ron. I'm talking to this uh, record rep and uh, promotional rep from the Warner Electro Asylum. And she's like, and she looks at the Greenberry and she goes, oh, uh, if you like them, see what you think of this. And she hands me a CD. It's the 90s. And it was a guy named Jason Faulkner. And she says he used to be in a band called Jellyfish, which was like, I want to say 90, 91, maybe. Then later on, he was in a super group called um, The Grays. 
Um, but anyway, so he's a he's a virtuoso. He plays every instrument, and this was his solo album called Jason Faulkner Presents Author Unknown. And um, so I took it home, and I'm listening to it, and I was literally sitting in the living room listening to it, and Greatest Wife Ever is like, well, are you wowed yet? And it was song after song after song. There was no, it was no filler, all killer. Every song <laughs> was great in my opinion. And, you know, and it just kept doing this and got better and better and better. And, uh, they had an emphasis track, a single that was coming off of that called follow me from Jason Faulkner. And I, I couldn't play it. We couldn't play it at Z104. Cause we were, again, we were more on the dance tip and we were doing more of the, uh, uh, top 40 stuff. This was much more in the alternative vein. And I literally called, I called over friends at HFS and said, you guys need to play this, which I think they did uh, for a little while. And I called over a friend of mine who was at DC 101. I'm like, you guys need to play this, uh, which I don't know whether they did or didn't, but I was working the record for this artist because I really believed <laughs> in this artist. I was on the street team. Oh, there he is right there. There's Jason Faulkner right there. Okay. I'm pointing to a flat, what they call a flat, like a 12 inch, like it was from an album. That okay. when I went to go see him, he played at the Black Cat in DC, and he nice. and he signed that for me, which was very nice of him. Um, but the song "Follow Me" didn't get any traction; didn't go anywhere because apparently they were sinking a lot of money into another band that they had signed. They had they had spent a lot of money to sign this band, and uh, and they had to make it like a big hit. So they promoted it a lot, and it was Third Eye Blind, and the song was "Semi Charmed Life." Mm. Big big hit, right? Three I can still contend to this day that Jason Faulkner follow me could have been another radio hit or something to launch him into the mainstream. So he never really went into the mainstream. He had a follow-up album after that mm -hmm. uh, called, do you still feel? And, uh, and then he, you know, that was it for that. I think the label, he was an elector. I think, I think they dropped him and I go back and listen to that album every year of the month all the way through from the be from beginning to end as because i just i love it so and he's just one of those artists that i've been uh and then and then and then and then <laughs> he shows up i'm watching the foo fighters uh tribute show to taylor hawkins and they're playing in london i think at the wembley or at O arena whatever and it was way before the Foo Fighters came out so it was all these different artists that were coming out and they were talking about this artist Jeff Buckley who was another one of these great artists that never really went mainstream it happens and you only know like one song from him his version of Hallelujah but uh, they bring out um, Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters is going to play on the drums and they're going to do a couple of Jeff Buckley songs because uh, Taylor Hawkins really loved Jeff Buckley right and they bring out um, Violet, I believe, is Dave Grohl's daughter, who's going to sing this song. And this uh, guitarist, who I don't uh, know exactly off the top of my head. And this other guitarist, which was Jason Faulkner. And there he is just showing up. And I'm oh. like, oh, my. God. So he's, he's probably like playing on other people's stuff. He's uh, playing a lot a uh, with Beck. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. did. Oh, um, nice. At one time, he did uh, two CDs 
of um, Bedtime with the Beatles, where he did Beatles songs, but he arranged them for strings um, as and lullabies. And you can buy a pink or a blue. And and at that time, whenever somebody in my family had a child, I just went on Amazon and send them sent them either a pink or a blue uh, Bedtime with the Beatles CD for the <laughs> for their child. And they, they would love it. But that's one of those artists. Now, we opened this show with another artist. <laughs> and it's such a long, long, long story that I'm just not going to get into. Yeah, you got but, 14 minutes in there or so something we, like that. So, no. I know, I know, I know. Which they... <laughs> Because I want to give you your time, and then I uh, and then we had such great uh, answers from listeners. Yeah, exactly. On uh, mm -hmm. where is that though? I don't have that exit full screen. Oh, there it is. I need to move this over here so I can read this. Sorry. <laughs> Ron is now moving items. On I'm, his I'm sorry. I had to move some stuff around. <laughs> I had to move some stuff around so I could read it on my other screen. Right. Uh, of uh, people who talked about some of their favorite artists and some I've heard of some. I haven't heard from at, at uh, heard of at all, which okay. I think is really cool. Cause now I'm going to go back and listen to these. Yeah. Which and find these artists. And I, cause I love being exposed to super cool music. And uh, so there's a band. I want to say they're out of Baltimore, but they're not out of Baltimore. They were out of West Virginia. And then I think Pittsburgh was in their DNA. And I just played, we just played, we opened this with the, the, the first song off their first album, 1975. And it was a self-titled debut album called Crack the Sky. And John Palumbo was the uh, singer-songwriter. He still is. Singer-songwriter, wrote all the music, and then these unbelievable musicians, very, uh, quote-unquote, I don't know if you want to call them prog rock at the time. It, it was, was the. It was very proggy. It was yeah. the Rolling Stone album of the year. And it just, they never, it never caught on. You know, it was, and I don't know, I don't, they're, Big long articles about this and all that, but they've uh, there were like four different incarnations of the band, one without John Palumbo. Anyway, like I'm getting way into the weeds, <laughs> yeah. But look it up, crack this guy. They're still playing to this day. Um, now they have Dave DeMarco on the bass, and and but the original drummer's back, and the original guitar player Rick Lukowski and Bobby Hurd, who was in the '80s version of it. Anyway, <laughs> they're playing now and recording new albums and releasing new albums. But yeah. they're still out there. Crack the sky. Ugh, love, love, love it. And I've got. I think, by the way, there are a lot of bands like that, that maybe were a little bit ahead of their time or came out at a time where another song was huge and just was not the priority. Um, I, I could even I could name a bunch of them and I will probably at some point. Go ahead. Well, okay, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm done. Those are my two big ones. And then, of course, I have a. I could go on and on about Tommy Conwell and the Young Rumblers and and Philadelphia's and, own and how um, Columbia Records ruined them, but again, uh, yeah, in my I, opinion, Rick Chertoff, huh? Rick Chertoff blew their sound. I wasn't up. naming names. I'm just I saying, am, in my I'm gonna, humble I'm opinion, name it because because he did. He such a great. I have the original Tommy Conwell cassette, uh, Walking from, on Water, independent, re, independent released. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have, Which the, was I have the vinyl. Fantastic. And then you yes. went and got the debut album and they redid a bunch of the songs. They didn't make them better. No, did not. No. Did not make them better. They All they had to do was go back them. in and remaster Walk right. on Water, put that out. Would have right. been number one. I'm not your man could have been a number one song, or at least it was a rock song. It was a great rock yeah. song. Killer hook. Still not they, a bad song, but 
which they killed in, in the, the in the major label release with this the baby before I get down. Yeah, that was just dumb. Why why did they do that? Anyway, uh I'll, I'll name a few. Uh okay. Uh Alpha Rev is one. Casey McPherson, go check that out. Uh New Morning was the song. I think it okay. was with uh what was the show with Mick Dreamy or whatever, you know, that uh doctor show with <laughs> Oh, the doctor show. Yeah, that's um you, uh you, don't tell me. It was on that uh, Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, Grey's it was Anatomy, a huge song, had a huge right. hit. Yeah. And their first album, debut album was fantastic. And then Disney dropped them. They were on, uh, I think, Hollywood Records or something. Okay. Like so, yeah. Anyway, uh, other ones, uh, Bourgeois Tog. Larry, One hit. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> One hit, and that yeah. was it. I know. Fantastic. I don't mind at all. At all. Great song. Yeah. And Brett Bourgeois went on and had a couple uh, solo albums. Fantastic, though. Great stuff. I mean, 80s production to the max. It was overlays and just stuff that you didn't hear at that time. Speaking of one other one, and then my final one, uh, Toy Matinee, which was Kevin Gilbert, uh, guitar virtuoso, got played on 99.1 HFS, uh, The Ballad of Jenny Ledge. Look that one up. Fantastic. And uh, Patrick Leonard, who produced like Madonna and other stuff. This was his group. Okay. Fantastic. Just go see it. And finally, my favorite, Marillion. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, Practically, they invented crowdfunding legitimately. Go look that up. TED Talk on that. Um, It didn't exist pretty much before them. And uh, yeah, they have, they've had like, two or three hits over the course of the years. Never big. There's a lot of bands like that that were not big here, but were big elsewhere, like like these guys. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, one song, Take On Me, but huge career. This is from last year. Yeah. yeah. New album. And the All singer the- still has that great has, has oh, that he, incredible voice oh my gosh he's he's killer but anyway, an incredible those, voice. those are a few of mine for you to go explore and go down a rabbit hole run what, I, what, I think there might be a part two on this because i want to give i yeah. want to give a lot of credence to the uh to our listeners who have posted on our facebook page which i just love one is uh rich moxley i gotta tell you a little bit about rich rich is a guitar player rich plays in blues vultures and uh, and a bunch of other bands, and he's doing a lot of uh, solo stuff. But Rich, um, Blues Vultures is Ronnie Yunkins, formerly of Kicks, um, and he has his own band uh, called Blues Vultures, and it's very it roots rock and roll. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Rich is a guitar player, but he posted these like yeah, he's like I couldn't believe when I posted um, the picture or this the song. She goes to bed from Jason Faulkner. And he's like, I love Jason Faulkner. But he says, I can name a ton of names. So I got to give him a little credit. Uh, <laughs> Nikki Sutton, Dave uh, Cusworth, Kevin Kinney, the Angels or Angel City in the States. And he says the list goes on. He also posted like really early stuff of Susie Quattro. You oh, might yeah. remember Susie Quattro as Leather Tuscadero and Happy Days. Oh, <laughs> but nothing could be further from Susie Quattro's career than that. Because her stuff, she was a badass, man. Susie Quattro, yeah. her early stuff, look it up. Now, my brother stepped in, Jet, Craig right? said, Big Head yeah. Todd and the Monsters. Yeah. yeah. They had that mm-hmm. one song. Yeah. Bitter, was it Bittersweet? Bittersweet. It's a long song. Uh, let's see. Stephanie said, The Lone Below. 
or the lone bellow lone bellow is that Sorry. a group or a i don't know it says the lone bellow okay. green eyes and a heart of gold live on the honda stage you gotta look at that that's on youtube okay she posted Good. uh jim said uh underrated mostly unknown outside of northeast Pen uh, pennsylvania the drama club uh cut a track with ben burnley of breaking benjamin called brand new day i save this one for extremely bad days i share with you and the world hoping it brings a smile to all who listen. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Jim, another Jim, Jim Court said, uh, Doug and the Slugs from Vancouver. Michael Stanley Band. I have heard of Michael Stanley Band. Yes. I think they had one hit or something were, like that. Were they, and the producers. Is that Pittsburgh, Michael Stanley Band? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I want to say said, it is. Slim Bob that has even been Grammy nominated twice. Brilliant and great entertainer. Kind of a swamp rock sound. He's freaking amazing. That's great. I had another one. Who was it uh, on here? Uh, Lisa said Amos Lee, uh, Josh Kelly, or is it Josh and Kelly? Uh, Dave Barnes, just to name a few. Someone also said Greta Van Fleet threw that in there. Mm. Um, I can't remember who that was. But anyway, I think we have to pick this up. Oh, Black 47. Well, Black 47. Yeah, James, that's, uh, that's your, your basic uh, Celtic rock, punk rock right there. Black 47. I think the singer that used to host the St. Patrick's Day on Sirius XM on like the Spectrum or something like that, as I recall, from Black 47. Um, so, yeah, the list goes on and on of great, great artists that for some reason or another never really went mainstream. But there are some that are still they're just they're recording. They go out and play shows and they're that's how they make their living. It's what they're doing and yeah. uh yeah yeah I, I, I that that's what happens i i think they they, they just uh <laughs> they live off a few hits or they have great careers outside of the united states like uh um philadelphia's own the hooters were just on tour in germany it did like 15 20 dates overseas because they're huge over there right. yeah uh, yeah i mean people know them here another right shirt off production in their debut album all you zombies and what was the other one day by day no uh and uh, uh and we danced and we danced that was it that was th three hits by the way off their first album all you zombies well, first was, album yeah was exactly. the rock hit but yeah mm -hmm. yes well i'm thinking of so daughter of the youngest yes. she was way she was way into the pop punk bands and so there were a lot that she mentioned uh yeah. well one of the ones that facilitated her actually meeting her boyfriend um he was at university of maryland she went to towson but they shared a, an affinity for a band called modern baseball which cool name yeah exactly see but i mean if you're in that that pop punk world then you know exactly who i'm talking about and i think one or two members were from brunswick maryland like right down the road and uh, yeah 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 modern baseball um that and that whole genre of artists that just sell merchandise like crazy. They download songs that are um, um, soccer. Mommy is another one that I know. <laughs> Liking these names. She's, she's way into them. She got to meet them. She got to meet her soccer mommy. And it's um, gosh, it's ethereal, like dream pop kind of thing. 
it's real. I'm looking up, man. I'm telling you, I love these artists. And then, of course, my my the flagship one that that she and I uh, really bonded over is All Time Low, out of uh, Talisman. Now they have had one or two um, mainstream hits, and they're kind of firmly implanted in that world with Blink 182 and that whole thing. And they're <laughs> veterans. They've been around for gosh, almost 20 years now with All Time Low and putting out. And <laughs> see, yeah, like they, they sell out shows and they 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 the tour money. with Green Day, you know, yeah. over in uh, in England, and they they sell out and you know all time low. I love those guys. Look up those albums; they're mm. great. All right, we're gonna have to wrap it up because I have what they call a hard out. I actually literally have to go to work and do stuff. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I'm a little bit on a on a time constraint. You have work to do. I have work to do. I have to, but I have work to do at work, which I'm excited about. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I think maybe we can pick this up a little bit next week and dip into this, and then uh, and we'll talk about films that resonate with your family. So think about that. I'm going to post that up uh, next week, and then uh, and you know what? I've been remiss, and I apologize. I'm going to start posting the Friday song again uh, on Fridays because I think. Well, there's Neil Morse. You're smiling, but we had to go out with something, right? We had to go out with something. Right. But we'll do the we'll do the uh, Friday song, and then you can post your videos of you singing the Friday song. Oh yeah, the, uh, that'd be cool. You can pop that up on the in the comment section. Uh, it's uh, Radio uh, Ron Ross Radio on Facebook. It's on Twitter, and it's on and we're on Instagram on our socials. Look for this podcast. It's going to be. Um, it'll be immediately available on Facebook. It's on YouTube. Share it with your friends wherever you get your podcasts and, and listen to them. And uh, and we really, really do appreciate you listening to us and taking some time to hang out with us, even though it's a substandard podcast. <laughs> so we've learned. Compared to the <laughs> professionals that I listen yeah, to. Apparently. I'm listening to them. I'm going, oh, my God. They're so good. <laughs> we need to have a word of the day or something. Yeah, I'm going to okay. try to have uh, a guest. I'm working on getting a guest. Okay. Uh, not next week, but maybe the week after that. A, uh, a big star. Good. Who's a personal friend of mine. All right. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll try to get a big star on here. Though so, I've been talking to her. Her, I know who it is. I'm gonna put it at that. All right. I, will, I will leave it at that. We'll see if she's available. All, All right, right, listen. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Please be safe. Ron Ross, love you, mean it. Bicycle. Bye now. Come down. Come down.